Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening. All right, welcome back to another edition. It's about 7.18, a.m. Coming to you from Oceanside, California. And they officially closed, I believe, all of the beaches in San Diego County. So uh, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about how someone said something shitty on Facebook and I was shitty back regarding surfing and how that was the ocean telling me to stay out to protect society. And I was like, yeah, and she was right. You know, I admitted that she had been she was right about uh, suggesting I not surf. And so what my justification slash workaround for that was to be at the ocean super early, which, you know, getting into the ocean at like when it's still dark um, is, is what I prefer. And there's nobody out there yesterday, but all the parking was blocked. There was no parking anyway, anywhere on the highway uh, on the 101 from in between Oceanside and as far as I uh, could see south. So, I mean, we're talking about 10, 20, 30 miles, there's, there's no parking, maybe not 30, but there's no parking, um, for very vast, uh, stretches of coastline. And, um, and then even like the secondary parking. So the spot where you would be pissed that you had to park, um, because you couldn't get a good spot, all those spots were, were all blocked off. And so there's, there's no parking. And so, um, you know, well, how do I work around this? And I found a secret spot parking spot yesterday morning and got in the water at you know 605 it's still dark basically the sun's just coming up and there are just a couple guys out there um but wouldn't you know it i took a couple of gnarly wipeouts um i have uh, my neck is jacked up today um my I, i gave myself some whiplash or i bruised something um and you know surfing in san diego is typically pretty safe just in general, it's just not very consequential. Um, but I got my bell rung. I very rarely get my bell rung. Um, and it was just kind of the universe saying, hey, stay out. Now, I don't think it was some sort of, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, I don't think it's some sort of like punishment from God or anything. I think it's more of an invitation to go more deeply inward. I think all of us are being forced to go very deeply inward and ask ourselves um, some deeper questions perhaps that we've been avoiding. And so I propose that question to you. What have you been avoiding looking at in your life? What are the dynamics that have been in charge of you that you've been able to distract yourself from looking at? And that could be Um, relationships, that's one of the things I'm really looking at is like, what's, what's really been in the way of, uh, me and, uh, having, um, relationships be different in my life, particularly romantic relationships. What's, what's that all about? And, and, um, you know, money and finances, what's that really all about? What's the resistance going on there? Um, what are the things that you are resisting looking at? in your overall experience of what it means to be alive. And then ask yourself, if you were to cease resisting and and really just lean into the discomfort associated with feeling certain things, 
recalling certain things, thinking certain things, what do you think would be available for you on the other side of that? Um, and these, there's a certain wisdom that only solitude can provide. So there's just this certain way that God will speak to you and you alone when you stop to be alone with God. Um, I, I've, I fucking hate that I have to uh, be, use the word God and then be like, well, I don't mean Jesus. I don't, don't worry. Don't worry about that. Like, that shouldn't, <laughs> that shouldn't matter at all. I'm actually staring at a um, Virgin de Guadalupe candle. I go to this the grocery store here, one of the grocery stores here, and I get the, you know, like the Catholic candles. I love to burn the Catholic candles um, and and uh, just sit and meditate on the avatars, the great avatars, Jesus being an avatar, the Buddha being an avatar. Uh, I'm not sure if Mary uh, is considered an avatar. Um, again, I'm constantly and continually or continually more like uh, referencing the work of Dr. David Hawkins, and occasionally, once in a while, an avatar is basically shot down from heaven, lands in uh, lands on the planet, and rescues humanity. Um, and there have been several, and they basically all say the same thing, which is the only thing that there is, is love. God is love. Be loving. Forgive your neighbor, and um, you'll live in heaven. It's kind of like what they all say, and the Christians really do a great job of jacking that one all up and saying that their avatar is the only avatar, but whatever. Uh, We were really talking about, what I was actually talking about was um, going inward, and if you go inward uh, at a deeper and deeper level, you might get more and more present to the messages that some of those avatars might have to uh, deliver. Or you might notice that some of the things that you've been avoiding learning uh, become more digestible. But on the other hand, there are are those who I'm certain now are just becoming full-blown alcoholics, full-blown drug addicts. I don't think the drug trade will shut down. I'm I'm actually curious how the... uh, the drug trade, or how coronavirus is affecting the drug trade. I don't know if, like, if it will prove, uh, if if the drug trade will prove to be, you know, in indestructible or um, ever invincible or whatever, or will persevere in the face of everything. We'll we'll find out. I don't know. I'm not a drug addict. If you're a drug addict and you're listening to this, uh, please let me know. Uh, certainly, I can assure you that the alcoholics, that there are, there are a bunch of people right now who, uh, perhaps millions, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, who um, lived to get off work to go get drunk, to get that six-pack or that 12-pack and go home or get off work and go straight to the bar, uh, who now don't have any work to go to. Um, so why the heck not start drinking in the morning? That's kind of that's kind of how it went down with me several years ago. Just started drinking in the morning one day because I didn't have anything better to do. Didn't think too much of it, and then all of a sudden, right? So there are those um, who will not use the time constructively, um, not go more, uh, avoid going inward because sometimes yourself is just you know too much to be with. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and 
the the recurring theme of the conversation with this person was um, that they it's all about them. There were all these external circumstances, but the common denominator was this this you know particular this particular person, um, this particular client, um, you know slash former client of mine. It's all about uh, their ability to be with them. And all of the distractions have been taken away, all of the relationship distractions, all of the um, substance-based distractions, um, all of the dysfunctional distractions. And we all have these distractions in our lives that conveniently prevent us um, from looking at the deeper aspects of what exists inside of us, the deeper aspects of what exists know inside of us you follow me anyway so you know here it is I woke up at five I took a cold shower did some kundalini yoga for about an hour and what I would normally do is grab my board and go get into the ocean and spend a couple of hours there and then go to this amazing coffee shop at Encinitas called Surf Dogs and spend some time there and from there who knows but that routine has been taken from me and um, the only thing left to do is go inward. And it's going to be interesting what comes out as the result of people going in. And my prediction is that you're going to start seeing uh, that, that some of the most um, amazing art that has ever been created will come as a result of this, um, as, as a result of people accessing deeper layers of their brilliance, deeper layers of their divine creative potential, uh, deeper layers of things that they um, feel, uh, etc. And so um, I think there are going to be a lot of innovative business ideas that come out of this. I think that there are going to be, um, I think, I can't wait for the corona, the, the COVID-19 musical cacophony that uh, spills forth from the isolation that is being forced upon people. Um, And um, there might really be some life-changing technologies that come out of this. And, you know, with a little bit, you know, with a little bit of grace and luck and hope, we might just see a a global awakening um, on a very, on a very grand scale. Um, There might be some political differences that get worked out. Um, And our, you know, our job, my job is to just stay in love and stay in purpose. And I think that's all of our jobs ultimately at the end of the day is to stay in love and to stay in purpose. Your job is to stay in love and to stay in purpose. And how does that, how does that look? Staying in love can, it's just very simple. It's just being, being kind. I think I, I think I mentioned, um, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. But if you want to reach a state of enlightenment, like a, a full-blown state of spiritual enlightenment, one of the paths to that is just to be um, kind to life and all of its expressions all the time, without exception, always. You just choose to be forgiving and benign towards life and all of its expressions all the time, no matter what, and do not waver from that. And that is um, that is a path. That is a path to enlightenment. Um, and you'll see that, um, you know, you know, an extreme example of that would be Mother Teresa. It's just, she just saw, Mother Teresa (laughs) is super gnarly. Uh, I read this book called No Greater Love by Mother Teresa, and she, um, 
she um she's just talking about like this woman who's fucking this woman whose like leg was gnawed off by rats and how in the you know and and in the face of the in the face of the you know the wound staring her in the eye she could stare straight into god you know and she's just this woman comes in with this from the streets of calcutta she's been attacked by like a pack of rats and her legs been gnawed off and and mother teresa just t- you know just takes her in and cleans her up and dresses the wounds and you know that woman was punk rock i had to i actually had to um I, some person i didn't really know uh, facebook friended me couple months ago and soon thereafter I just posted a quote I like shared a quote by Mother Teresa about you know God is love and love is God or whatever it was I don't remember but but this person who I'm brand new Facebook friends with who I don't know or don't recall ever meeting is like yeah well you know Mother Teresa was actually a really shitty person because of you know she maybe she said she had like 250 million dollars or something stashed away and was supporting that I, I i don't know i have no idea i just read her book and um according to hawkins she calibrates in the high 700s um uh, which very which is a very 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 high level of consciousness i'm like do i really want to be antagonized with this by this person for the rest of my Facebook relationship with her. And I just decided no. And I, un- I just unfriended. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to get into an argument about, um, mother Teresa with a person on Facebook. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta draw the line somewhere. We can argue about Trump. I'm not going to argue about mother, mother Teresa. So fuck you. You're unfriended. And I know that maybe that wasn't the most, spiritually elevated thing and maybe there's a way for me to work with the energy of resentment with her and transcend it into this state of samadhi and ultimate forgiveness but um no you're just unfriended see you later i can i can see her post after being unfriended about you know uh her uh her being unfriended for expressing her opinion and then all of her psychotically left-wing friends agreeing with her that mother Teresa is a total bitch whore (laughs) i just choose to believe that mother Teresa is not the scoundrel that this woman was positive that she was if you fish around on facebook or on the internet i'm sure that you could discover that um mother Teresa was a fucking piece of shit i don't think it would i don't think it would take too long and uh yeah someone else another friend of mine sent me this um this q anon QAnon propaganda video. I don't, maybe it's true. I don't know. I watched the whole thing, but you know, just about the, the the how the Democrats are really just running this super slick pedophile, baby raping, sex trafficking ring. Maybe it's true. I don't know. It's a compelling documentary. I forget what it's called. It's gone off YouTube. It was there and then it was gone. I tried to send it to some people and it, it disappeared. It violated YouTube's code of conduct. Um, but nobody knows what the truth is right now. Um, I, I believe that, um, that if you take, it kind of comes back to the, the theme of the, um, the, the overall theme of today's talk. Um, you know, the, if you take time to get present to the, you know, to what exists inside of you, uh, in some of the deeper dimensions and some of the deeper realms, you will discover, um, the voice of something um, speaking to you and guiding you effectively. And I've actually been just writing out my prayers every morning 
and just surrendering just surrendering my life to something to something greater surrendering my life to god say hey god you just take the wheel today um i don't know how to do a pandemic you know how to do a pandemic um so will you just please guide me um in the most effective way that you know because i do not know I do not perceive what is best for me. Um, typically, my best thinking lands me in really fucked up places. Uh, typically, some of the some some of the best ideas I've ever had have resulted in some of the worst outcomes. And if you just pause, if you just take time to pause and get present um, at at maybe a, a, a deeper level that is comfortable, you'll start to be effectively directed, effectively guided. Um, and you'll see that things just start to work out. It's 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 such a shame that um, there's so much um, backlash against against spiritual principles in society, and it's such a shame that um, that they've taken spirituality out of schools. And this is not this is not a religious conversation. Um, you know, I I don't the 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 um, the far con- the the crazy conservatives and their banging you over the head of Jesus. The reason they want prayer in school is is a little wonky, but I don't see anything wrong with, like, there there is a validity to the argument of, well, you take prayer out of schools, you take God out of schools, don't be surprised if people shoot them up. There is validity. There's validity to that argument that is not political, that has nothing to do with the right or the left or a Republican or a Democrat or a fucking this or a that. It's like if you were to allow a spiritual energy into, you know, a school or uh, an elementary school or a university um, and just allow kids to connect with that, if they choose, um, you might see dramatic shifts. We're talking about hundreds of millions of people. Uh, connecting to something, you might see dramatic shifts. Um, if you were to put, you know, meditation into schools uh, five or ten minutes a day, you would see dramatic shifts very, very, very quickly um, because people would just stop being obsessed with the drama and look at themselves. And that certainly applies to children. Probably, you know, more than any anyone else, children are so impressionable. I don't know how I ended up on that little side tag. Oh yeah, it's all about inward. It's all about talking about inwardness. How's your inwardness doing? So, um not sure how to proceed with the day now that, you know, my my surf has been taken away. Um not sure how to uh and there's rain actually coming too. So there's going to be rainy next week and kind of cold in San Diego and um not going to have any sun to go out into and sit in the, you know, in my front, my little front yard there. Um, and, and so where to direct this energy and a couple, uh, me and a couple of colleagues are getting clear that like, we're going to start marketing very specifically in the coaching arena. Um, because there are, there are so many coaches out there who, you know, they're all right. They're good coaches, but they're more, they're brilliant marketers. And so we're kind of getting clear on like, what if we mastered marketing? What if we mastered coach marketing? Maybe that's what God wants. Um, actually, that's what I've intuiting um, for me is that the the universe wants me out in front of more people um, instead of uh, doing so much one-on-one stuff. Like what if I were to get 
these sorts of messages, um, get them a little more intentional, a little more articulated, and a little more specific, and maybe directed for businesses and 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 whatnot um, out into the world. Um, what uh, what would that make possible for the world? And the thing about our the, the things about our bullshit, the things about the the thing about the stuff that keeps us stuck. So the stories we tell ourselves and the shitty feelings we have about ourselves and our low sense of low low senses of self-esteem the, the thing about those those ways of being is that they're totally self-absorbed and they're ultimately very selfish and they really don't help anything it doesn't help the world at all for you to be stuck in the bullshit of your day-to-day um, life it just doesn't and I'm every bit as prone to that as as anyone else um, and and these are some of the things that I'm discovering um, as the result of what is turning into a deeper and deeper journey inward. So I'm just going to stop it at that. I thank you all for tuning in. I got, uh, I don't know, we got like 30 or 40 or maybe 50 subscribers, three almost maybe 400 downloads of the Magic Pisces podcast. What is Magic Pisces? Magic Pisces is just my coaching brand. Um, go to magicpisces.com and download the um, the, the um Give me your email address and download the uh, trans the Magic Pisces manifesto. Um, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, the the vision I have for Magic Pisces is um, I don't want to just be this traditional coach. Um, I don't like the traditional uh, coach marketing, and so this is just more of a. It just leaves a lot more room for interpretation, a lot more room for creativity, and a lot more uh, room for you know whatever else uh, shows up, and then. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with me and uh, two of my partners. It probably will be much more standard as far as marketing approaches go, but whatever. You know, we can double brand and triple brand and you could do life however the hell you want. That's the beautiful thing about life. Um the other thing um I'm discovering uh with reinventing my relationship with Kundalini Yoga um is that um all of the all of the splendor, joy wonder amazingness um that you could ever want exists within you like it just it's all within you and you know just doing some kundalini yoga in the morning i am tapping into some things that get me higher than surfing does and it's just breathing and chanting and ultimately you can even drop that and just seek with nothing no sort of um no sort of uh technological kundalini yoga is technology no no uh sort of technological um crutch you can just go inward and experience the ecstasy of your own consciousness if you're willing to um but you gotta you have to um you really have to move beyond the resistance first um which is the discomfort of your feelings that come up when you decide to be with you so getting a little circular um but that's okay there's a lot of power in redundancy there's so much power in hearing things over and over again because they kind of start to get uh, implanted into your consciousness you, you become programmed and um, there's nothing wrong with good programming there's a lot of bad programming out there there's a lot of bad programming out there so pay attention to the programming pay attention to what you're ingesting um, and see if you can move beyond it and discover the higher truths that are lurking um, on the other side of what society and the media is trying to get you to believe about the universe we live in. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, by the way, switching up the extra music to a song called Summer. 
which is an instrumental I wrote one day um, several years ago in the wintertime, which was recorded uh, by a guy by the name of Peter Besinov. So, uh, you know, we're switching up the God song, and maybe we'll have Summer be the extra for a while. Unfortunately, I don't have that many songs, so it would be super cool to have, like, a different song every time, but I've only written, like, seven songs, you know, so maybe we'll play around with those seven for now. Anyway, have a great day.